Welcome to Being Honest with My Ex. My ex is Peter C. Haywood. My ex is SJ, better known as Honor Eastley. We were engaged for two years and, and then, then we, we broke, broke up. up and then we stopped talking to each other for a year and now we do a podcast together. Would you have a baby with me? If I can get you to cry next podcast, we'll have a hat trick. <laughs> you don't know this, but I have a very vivid image of what your penis looks like. What? <laughs> if I met you now, I do not think that I would go out with you. Oh my God. I think if I met you now, I'd, I'd fall more in love with you than I did the first time. Before we start, do you notice anything different about me today? One of your fingers is broken? Yes. Which is actually quite annoying. Is it a fashion choice? (laughs) It's a fashion choice. I didn't even tell you, I was playing basketball and I beat my boyfriend in one-on-one, which is kind of a thing because I am new to basketball. And then I injured myself so well or whatever that I had like a religious experience. Wow, you found God? Nah, just like... I like just lied down on the ground and it was really cold and I just lied there for like 10 minutes and I was like crying, but not in a everything's painful way, just in a like, wow, the world is amazing way, which is like a new way of experiencing pain. Like endorphins (laughs) to the point of religious experience. Uh, It's more just like, so usually my head is very, very buzzy and full of thoughts and I realized that when I hurt myself, there's like quite a bit of space in my head. Does that make sense? Like yeah. space, like all the normal thoughts just go away. And then there's just all these like vagrant feelings that just <laughs> sort of, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. It was. <laughs> all the feelings that are normally. At the push to the back, all the stuff in front of it just gets like wiped clean. And then it's just like vagrant feelings. So it was like gratefulness and also like sadness and and just like feeling connected to the universe i would prefer to get injured and have that experience i realized what's new haircut no i don't have a new haircut your hair's up so i was like if that was it then that would be unfair you'd be playing an unfair game oh your new headphones hey so you already told me about them and i realized that the podcast doesn't know about them but you already told me about them so i didn't I didn't register them as new. Do you want to tell me again? Sure. So I got some new headphones. You don't sound very excited. Oh, hooray! Yeah, 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 yeah. We've had this whole thing where I don't like buying stuff for my work stuff because I don't feel like a proper person. Yeah, you, you don't take yourself seriously enough to justify spending money on yourself. Well, hello, move aside that SJ. <laughs> Coming on board, this SJ who's got fancy headphones and is considering buying a proper stand for her microphone. Yeah. Ooh. What color are they, SJ? You told me the story of the color. <laughs> they are matte gray, and I spent more money on them because I wanted them in this color. They're the same headphones. <laughs> I felt very indulgent uh, that I did that. I've already mushed a banana all over the case accidentally in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked it up for life. So, yay. Go me. Just gotta let go. I just entered the world of wireless headphones, of Bluetooth headphones, which are terrible for audio editing. They're literally unusable for audio editing because there's a 20 millisecond delay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's not useful. Yeah. So the thing is, though, they're amazing for everything else. Like, if you're walking down the street, you don't have to worry about cords and going into your phone and all that kind of stuff. But the best thing about them is at the gym. 
Why? Have you ever had corded headphones at the gym? I've never been to a gym. I have no idea what you're talking about. What is this gym word? Is that a man? Is that a dog? No, no. It's, it's spelled... Di- no, it's, it's, <laughs> I see how you, you feel like you've explored all of the options. <laughs> but in fact, it's neither a man nor a dog. It's a building full of men and dogs. It's just like a men-dog building. It's amazing. You just go there. The name makes sense then. <laughs> see the gyms at the gym. All different kinds of gyms at the gym. There is a... This is a, this is a tangent. There is a US department store called The Gap. I am aware of it. And I learned about this from Animorph books when I was a kid. Isn't it called Gap? Just Gap? It might just be called Gap. There is a suburb in Brisbane called The Gap, which when I first moved to Brisbane, I thought was just a really, really big, like a significant enough department store from America that it was like on all the signs being like, look, you can go this way for... Oh. Oh. Very cute. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember a single Brisbane suburb just then. Kangaroo Point. It's like, you can go this way for Kangaroo Point or this way for The Gap. And I was like, amazing. And now that I know it's not, I'm like, what an awful name for a suburb. The Gap. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't seem that nice. doesn't seem that nice. Do you know what my suburb's called? No. Toronto? Is that a suburb? That's the whole city. (laughs) That's the entirety of the largest city in Canada. I watched a really great Vox video the other day about why Drake has a Jamaican accent. To make money? Well, they were talking about how it's actually, when he's putting on a Jamaican accent, it's actually a calling card to, I'm from Toronto, Toronto's really diverse. All right. But he kind of grew up sort of in the Jamaican part of... Toronto but he moved out of there I think when he was in grade six either when he was in grade six or when he was six I can't remember wasn't he already famous by the time he's in grade six well that's what I mean he's he was in Degrassi and so then he moved to a much bougier part of town that makes sense so there's a Toronto NBA team the Toronto Raptors and I think once a year during the season they have Drake game where they have a game in Toronto where the Toronto Raptors play Drake is there and they just play Drake songs the whole time. And I was just thinking about the other day. Actually, no, I was thinking this morning about what it would be like to be Drake at that game. Yeah, that'd be pretty weird. I assume it's happened enough that he's just like on board with it. But I wonder how he relates to his own celebrity, right? Because it's, I don't know, even me, I feel like I'm slightly removed from myself a bunch of the time. That's how I deal with writing artist bios and doing many things. You try to look at yourself from an external point of view. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, oh, that chick, that Anna Eastley chick, she's pretty cool. Um, like, and, and then I'm like, oh, that is, oh, wow. I forgot that that's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it would be very weird to be Drake in that situation. You've had a super busy couple of days. And so I did a bunch of work on Starving Artists for you and sent you all these messages and you didn't respond. And I was like, no, she's busy. Like, that makes sense. I wasn't like, oh, how dare she? But I was a bit like, oh, SJ is is too busy to respond to my messages at the moment. Like over the course of maybe three days, I just, it didn't even mark as red. Like that's how busy you were. Yeah. And I had a thought that I thought was a little bit weird and worth sharing with you. Uh Uh-oh. Of like, is this what it's going to be like when she's famous? (laughs) Of like what? She won't respond to my messages. Yeah, like... To a certain degree, I think that's probably what it'll be like. Like, I am firmly of the opinion that you will become much more famous than I do much more quickly, as evidenced by the fact that so far you have become much more famous than I have much more quickly. Actually, I feel like you, a year ago, you would have said the opposite. 
I might have. I don't know. I've, I've always been very confident in your capacity to rise quickly. Huh. Like Phoenix. Like a Phoenix. <laughs> no, that, that's from the ashes. That's not just general rising. Look, I'm going to go with Phoenix still. The podcast we did last week is actually interesting because that was the first thing that made me be like, maybe not. Who knows? As in maybe, oh, because last week I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, and, and so I was like, well, you know, slowing down makes sense for her happiness and well-roundedness as a person and well-being, but also it is going to slow things down. Like, And so I thought you'd enjoy hearing that that was my thought. I was like, oh, SJ, SJ is too busy to, to deal with friend Peter in another country or whatever. Like right now, I don't want this to sound like I'm, I'm being resentful or I'm annoyed about it, it's just... It's it's totally fine. Right now, a lot of the time you're contacting me because you're like, hey, Peter, I need your help with this thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A substantial portion of our conversation beginnings are, Peter, can you look over this? Or, Peter, can you give me advice on that? Or, here's what's happening in my life. I'm stressed. Talk about it. And now that you have a new boyfriend who is like Peter Light, he fulfills a lot of that role. Wait on, wait on, wait on, wait on. <laughs> you're going to need to unpack that sentence a bit more. I, a few weeks ago, I went through and edited seven consecutive episodes of Being Honest With My Ex. Yeah. And in one of them, while I was editing, I finally understood that what you were saying was the opposite of what I thought you were saying. Oh, okay. What did you think I was saying? You talk about your new boyfriend and you said, he's not like you. And I assumed you meant he's not like you. Whereas you didn't finish the, the second half of the thought, which was, he's not like you, but there are some similarities. <laughs> So all, all you said was he's not like you and I just took it to mean he's not like you. And now editing that thing like two to three months later, I was like, oh, she's saying he is like me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's not like you, but <laughs> you guys are similar in some ways. Yes. So now you tend to unpack stuff with me less and you tend to contact me less about a, a lot of stuff, which is totally fine. I'm not like, I'm neither like, oh, thank goodness I'm not getting bugged about this stuff, nor am I like... Oh, I miss that. I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. There's been less contact between us because A, we stopped recording weekly and B, you you have a Peter Light in your life to fulfill the role that I, I would often fulfill. I'm not sure that he would be okay with the Peter Light <laughs> phrase. I'm not sure I'm okay with that phrase. Would you rather Peter Full? <laughs> <laughs> just like different persons. It's like, you know, when Peter is too much... Have Peter Light. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Zero. Like, yeah, Peter like, Zero. Like zero, yeah. <laughs> or what's that terrible drink that they bought out that was green? Life. Coke Life. Yeah, Peter Life. I like how you've taken, like, Light, which is not necessarily inherently insulting, and been like, what's that thing that's just flat out worse? That one. That's him. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to go with Light, right? So if you're going to break down that, the Light version is usually the one that does pretty much everything you want see that's why it's not good see light is something that does pretty much everything you want but not what exactly what you want because it's really annoying like you can do all the editing you want but you cannot save your thing that's like the light version so the the light version sucks so yeah okay diet peter is better it's all the advantages without the horrible downsides see that's much better diet peter <laughs> diet peter <laughs> Well, yeah, I think it's that, but it's, I think it's mostly just because we haven't been recording that much. So, like, you don't necessarily know what's going on in my life as much, and I don't necessarily know what's going on in your life. So if I have a thing, I'm, like, just dropping you off in the middle of a city where you've never been before, you've got no idea what you're doing. You know what I mean? You're like, ah, no, look, I'll, I'll talk to someone who has all the context. Yeah, also, he's right here. 
Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, for, for a long time, I fulfilled a role in your life that I no longer fulfill, and you contacted me less, and it made me be like, when SJ is, like, super famous, is that going to be the same thing? Like, am I going to send SJ a message being like, hey, blah, 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 and just not hear back for five days, and then you'll be like, hey, I'm so sorry, everything's been crazy. Oh, God. Oh, man, you are just, like, touching on my shame button so good. <laughs> You're doing such a good job of it. Is it creating an endorphin rush? <laughs> is it clearing out the noise so you can hear the... Uh, I would not say that this is a clearing out the noise situation. It's just more like if a truck came all the way up to you and was like... <laughs> Chuck was like, yo. Because, I mean, Hello, I've talked lady. about this... <laughs> No, not if it was like that. <laughs> if it was beeping its horn and right, then yeah, catcalling like, you. Like beep beep. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the truck is not sexy, Peter. <laughs> Am I sexy? Is that sexy? Well, no, I don't know that that's necessarily sexy. It's just that that's kind of a truck trying to be sexy. <laughs> I had an idea for a podcast. Uh, okay. I don't have time for it, and I think it's a bad idea, but I thought you would get a real kick out of hearing the idea. <laughs> wait on, wait on. I don't have time for it, and I think it's a bad idea. Look, I feel like... <laughs> yeah, that, don't go through with it. I don't know what the idea is yet, but, but don't follow through. It's one of those things that I'm like, no one's ever done this, and that could either be because it's a god-awful idea, or it's genius. I'm glad that you have that insight because sometimes people are like, ah, oh, this thing doesn't exist. It needs to exist and I need to be the person to do it. When yeah. sometimes it's like there's a reason that thing doesn't exist. So I think, I don't know, I, I actually genuinely really want to hear your thoughts on this, but it's a little bit embarrassing to mention. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. Which is rare for me, so... Uh, okay, bring it on. I had this idea for a sexy podcast. Alrighty. Which is... Oh man, I'm actually like. Oh, oh my god, you're getting embarrassed. <laughs> I Cute. am very, very good at dirty talk. Sure. And I had an idea for like the most. There's, there's no sexy podcasts. Oh sure, okay. Do you know any sexy podcasts? Uh I mean, is this podcast a sexy podcast? Aside from me doing truck voices on this podcast, there's no sexy podcast. Yes. <laughs> and I have an accent that many people find sexy. I know you don't because sure. you're from Australia, but like my yeah. accent is worldwide considered to be a sexy accent. Okay. I mean, worldwide except for Australians, probably New Zealanders. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand, it's, it's, it's less sexy than the New Zealand accent. <laughs> Wait, are you saying the New Zealand accent is more sexy than the Australian one? To New Zealanders. Wait, 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 wait. Australian <laughs> accent, more sexy to New Zealanders than New Zealand accent. No, 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 I'm saying the other way around. Oh, New Zealanders like New Zealander accent more than Australian accent. I think so, yeah. That doesn't follow any of the rest of the rules. But I, I, I think New Zealanders don't like us that much. I now have like quite a few New Zealand friends. Oh, okay. Do a survey and be like, hey, do you find the Australian accent sexy? Because I, I really would like to know that. That's interesting to me. Okay. It will be statistically significant, random controlled trials. We'll do it. <laughs> or just ask your friends. I mean, either of those is fine. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Okay. So. So I have a few people who I dirty talk with. Yes. Uh, around the world. Wow. And okay. the fact that like, I am very good at dirty talk. I spent four or five years. I'm going to say five. I'm just going to pick a number and stick with it from now on. I was, I'm always like, is it four or five? I'm just going to say it's five forevermore. Always round up. Always round up, my friend. <laughs> I spent five years as a full-time erotica author. Yeah. As such, I'm very good at saying sexy words with my mouth. Plus, I have this accent that the majority of the world finds sexy. 
So I had this idea okay. for a podcast where I talk to women, I dirty talk to women, recording my voice and recording their sounds as they get off. <laughs> wow. And it would be completely anonymous for the women. And I, I, I don't give a shit. So like, I'd put my name on it. <laughs> you are amazing. You are really quite something. But I think that that combination of male sexy words time and female sexy grunts and moans and pants and sighs and like eventually reaching an orgasm, I think like, I can't think of a, of a sexier podcast idea. So it's very, I am not the right person to give feedback on this idea because I cannot remove it from you. Can you use your memory bank and remember when we were first together and you thought that my sexy talk was very sexy? Look, my memories have just been, like, <laughs> taped over with police tape. You kendolled any memories of me as a sexual being. Yeah, yeah, like, do not enter. That person is like a sibling to you. Stay the hell away. No, it's also just like I'm trying to think about it as if I heard about this podcast. Does that make sense? Okay, so the angle that I think you as a listener would enjoy is that very like, every, everyone gets off to different stuff and I used to take a lot of commissions. So I'm able to, you know, I find it sexy whatever people find sexy. And so it would be like quite dark, or not dark necessarily, it would be, it would be not like your mainstream Harlequin romance dirty talk. It would be like I find out what they're into, they send me some of their favourite erotica stories... And I would tailor it to that. And so, because it's anonymous for these people, I think... It's not going to happen. This is not a thing that can ever actually happen. But as an idea... But I just, like how you've planned it all. Well, that's what I do. You know, you know me. I tend to come up with ideas and then ex explore them in depth, even though I'm never going to do them. Yeah, I think that... You make me think of... Have you seen Hot Girls Wanted? No, that's a, that's a doco by... Rashida, Rashida Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, so Rashida Jones is one of the producers. But they made a doco a few years ago... And then they recently released a six-part series on Netflix called Hot Girls Wanted, which is quite different. So the doco originally basically looked at how young women were exploited in the like mainstream porn industry. Yeah, anyway. I, I'm, I'm hearing about it from that point of view. The six-episode new series is quite different and just looks at porn in a few of them, but it looks at the intersection between sex and the internet and like what comes out of it and... Man, some of the fucking arcs in those episodes are bang on. They're so good. You know, I don't watch that much TV, right? But I was like, fucking let me at these episodes. And one of them, <laughs> they talk to pornographers where women are in control. So they talk to like Erica Lust and some other people. But particularly Erica Lust fucking was really cool. And she's doing this series where she gets women's fantasies and then she's making short films of those fantasies. And so they're very female driven. And also they just look fun and also really hot. And I really liked her style. It was interesting. There was a bit where she was talking with one of the, she had a male performer in the thing. She had to give him really specific instructions to not be like a porn star. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there was this one moment where she was like talking to camera and she's like, he's doing it again. I just, it's so annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, <laughs> it was just kind of just such a different sort of space to mainstream porn production and stuff like that. So when you say that, I just think like, man, I'd like to see if it was like 
a woman doing this stuff. A woman talking dirty to women. I don't even know. I just like, I like hearing women talking about their sexuality and their sexual desires and that kind of stuff. Right. So for me, the the project is stuck in my head for a while. Again, I don't think I can ever do it. I don't have the hours in the day. I don't think it would ever be profitable, which is right now what my focus needs to be because I've got a baby on the way. One of my primary motivations is like, I would feel super sexy doing that. Oh, sure. I think that there is a... Scott Adams, the guy who writes Dilbert, is now this like off the rails MRA crazy dude. I used to read his blog like 15 years ago when he was not publicly those things. He probably was still privately, but he was not publicly those things. And he mentioned this concept that has always really stuck with me, which is that if you make something and everyone is like, that's good, it's way less likely to succeed than if like a small portion of people are like, that is the best thing ever. Oh, really love that thing. And everyone else is like, I don't get it. Like that is the model of success that he says is more likely. Do you know the concept of the long tail? No. I do in sales, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't think it's what I'm talking about. So previously with how media worked and how advertising worked, you were pushing stuff towards a mainstream audience. you like, wanted the mainstream, there was like a big bell curve, you wanted the middle of that bell curve, get everyone on this thing, something for everyone. Whereas nowadays it's like, you don't want something for everyone, you make something for everyone, you make something for no one. And with new media and how you can access different communities, blah, 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 there's this like long tail. So that's why things like indie board games is a really big industry. It's now like totally overpopulated. Kickstarting board games is absolutely saturated because that's such a niche market, but people are more accessible. So niche stuff is just more viable because of how we can find it. So the reasons why this project is stuck in my head is A, I would feel sexy doing it. Like that would be a thing that made me feel sexier in the world. I think that it would move me in a lot of people's but Like they would think of me and they would think sex. And that, that's an interesting idea to me because that is not the case for the majority of people in the world. <laughs> and that's interesting to me. I'm just like, that would be cool. Like to be basically to be a porn star of, of sorts where people are getting off to me and thinking of me in sexual terms. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Well, have you been on Tumblr and stuff? Have I been on? I've been on Tumblr, yeah. Like ever in your life. No. So like, <laughs> like the porn side of Tumblr, right? There are people like that, but they don't. It would be the same thing, but they don't have... I don't know that they have podcasts, but some of them are, like, really Tumblr famous. Still, like, probably anonymous. There's some interesting stories that go on in there of, like, this is, you know, this is, like, my saucy wife or whatever, and they've been doing it for years where it's, like... Right, yeah, yeah, I know exactly the kind of... And they answer all the questions as they yeah. come in, and it's, yeah. like... so. So I, I used to follow, because I wrote Incest Erotica, I used to follow a few of the incest ones, and they were just so, like, there were two in particular that were so obviously fake, but they went for years and years and years, and people believed them, and I was like, really, guys? Like, this is so obviously not true. Yeah, interesting. Huh. Huh. It's not necessarily that it's like, I'm not, I'm not like detectiving it, being like, well, the evidence doesn't hold up. I'm like, it follows the exact narrative of a porn story. Yeah. Like, beat for beat, with none of the negative consequences that happen if you try porn stuff in real life. Yeah. Yeah. The negative consequences. And another reason I think this idea is interesting is because, like, like I was saying, I think there's a certain percent of the population who, like, this would be their jam. Mm. Either A, from a getting off kind of point of view, or B, from a, like, wow. Like, because you would get to explore other people's in-depth fantasies in a way that we just don't really do other than erotica. Yes. 
that that's part of why I'm like it would have to be someone like me with no shame doing it because it would be important for the women whose fantasies are being shared to be totally anonymous. It would also be quite bad as porn for people because it would hit a whole range of different fetishes and ideas. And there's some people who would be into that. There's some people who would be like, ah, I only like episodes 4 and 18 of this series. Although it's interesting, if you think about something like Dan Savage, like Dan Savage, he just says what we talk about in this episode and then you can just like pick which ones you want. Right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then the other big reason is that I I try to as much as possible create media that contributes to feminism and I think that this would firmly do that in that mainstream dudes don't know what gets women off. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, it's not like women having deviant sexual fantasies is a thing that doesn't make sense to a lot of guys. See, look, I just... Your circles? I don't know what the rest of the world is doing. (laughs) I just don't know. How's your bubble? And then every now and then I hear a piece of information and I'm like, what? People are doing what? What the fuck? Like, I was hearing about, this is awful, like, this is an awful thing, but do you know what stealthing is? No, I have no idea. Okay, stealthing is, like, when a person with a penis is having sex with someone with a vagina and then takes off the condom partway through the sex. Ah, and ki- gross. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Don't do they, that. They've been talking about it a lot in Australia because it's been on, like, Hack and Triple J and stuff and... And I like, and I know a few people for whom that's happened, and it's awful. Don't do that. And then I just talk about how common this thing is, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And it makes me realize, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a lot of. I'm quite particular about not like, oh, you have to be particular to not want to be stealth. I just mean, I, I. You have good taste. Oh, I don't find myself attracted to people very much because. I care so much about what kind of person they would be like to have sex with. And I just don't expect many people to be the kind of person that I'd want to have sex with. (laughs) It's really just Peter and then diet Peter. (laughs) No, fuck up. Anyway, we're talking a lot about a thing that we're never going to do. I like how you say we. By we, I mean you. (laughs) I'm not even sure why I said we. Guess what the name of my suburb is? Oh, yeah. What's the name of your suburb? Is it Watermark City? Cabbage Town. (laughs) (laughs) Cabbage Town? I thought you'd like that. Is that one word or two? One word. Cabbage Town. (laughs) Are there any cabbages there? A lot of the Irish people moved over to Canada to avoid the famine to like escape to escape the famine you don't really escape a famine it's not like it tracks you down over the sea to leave the famine get away from the famine to get away from the famine yeah so a lot of irish people moved to toronto to get away from the famine and they were growing just as many vegetables and stuff as they could because it was a situation where they could do that and so they would fill every inch of their yard with vegetables including cabbages so the area became known as cabbage town that's cool Isn't it great? Okay, I have one more thing to tell you before we go. Actually, before you do. Yes. Do you think my podcast is a good idea or a bad idea? I know you're big on the good or bad binary. (laughs) I am not. I feel like part of my (laughs) life's work is against that. I think it is an idea. That's for sure. That's something I can say for certain. (laughs) We're totally calling this episode Talking Dirty With My Ex. (laughs) No. You don't upload the episodes anymore. You have lost all power in that area. 
I'm trying to think. That's why it's so hard. I'm like, it's not something I would listen to, but if it wasn't you, then maybe I would listen to an episode. And honestly, it would just depend how good it was. I mean, you know, there's like Sleep With Me, yeah. that podcast where it's that guy, Scooter, who's very lovely, telling stories to put people to sleep. Before that, that thing didn't exist. And now it's like a really, really, really popular podcast. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, there's a bunch of other ones as well. Yeah, now there's a bunch of other ones. That's when you know you've made it, when like 15 people do something that's very, very similar. Yes, yeah. Well, I've already had a number of people contact me about starving artists that are like, I'm going to do the same thing. And you're like, great, I want more information in the world like this. That is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, don't just like take my branding and use the same name and stuff but (laughs) go for it Uh, (laughs) so i don't know i would probably just try some episodes and then see if it worked so that's not the answer you want it's a terrible idea is that helpful then you won't do it way better okay i don't have time to do it so now that you've vetoed it i'm like okay cool it's an awful idea don't ever consider it i don't know why i gave you veto power over my stuff but i'm glad that you have it (laughs) You should take that back sometime. I don't want it anymore. (laughs) Take it away from my house! What is the thing you want to tell me? This is really boring, but I just find it really exciting. So you know how we don't really do it anymore with Being Honest With My Ex, but I still do it a lot with Starving Artists, where I go through the episodes, I write down what everyone says. Quote notes. Quote notes. So whilst I was writing this grant application, which is why I've been really busy, I did my first really big grant application, and I was looking at transcribing episodes... And I found this thing called Trint. So most transcription services, it's actually a person who will transcribe your episode. Whereas this one is a, it's a computer trying to work out what everyone's saying. But it then chucks it into this like web application where you can go back and edit all the words. You can highlight bits that you want and you can export all the highlights as a Word document. And you can export the whole thing as a Word document. So you've got all of your quote notes like automatically. That's pretty cool. And I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. That's probably boring to everyone else because they don't realize how long it takes to do that sort of shit. I was just like, this is really cool. I'm a kid. Anyway, that's my story that's kind of boring. <laughs> I think that's allowed. Yeah, yeah, totally fine. We have an outro this week. Oh, yeah. From Don the Third. I love Don the Third. Me too. He comments on all my Kickstarter stuff all the time. He's amazing. Is it called Don the Third? Yes. Well, it's not called Don the Third. It's called Don Capital I, capital I, capital I. <laughs> Do you know that uh, the name Trey is when you're called the Third? Then, like, no one's actually called Trey. They're just something the Third, and people call him Trey for short. No. The most famous example that I can think of is Trey Parker, one of the creators of South Park. Oh. Do you know what his actual, like, legal name is? Third Parker? Randolph Severn Parker III. <laughs> oh, so he's just called Trey. Wow! Which I think if I was called Randolph Severn, I would probably go with Trey as well. <laughs> uh, this is yeah. from Trey Dierks. It's just from Trey. Isn't that right? It's, it's from Trey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Being Honest with My Ex. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe to us on Beep, leave a review, and tell your friends. Peter is my favorite non-digital son. In 1,000 feet, turn left. Then your destination will be on the right. (laughs) (laughs) I still love it. He's given us one before. It's still good. Have we played that one before? Oh, we've played one like that before. Right, but not that one. I don't think so.
No, I don't think so either. We now have the post-outro outro, which is me saying, Hey guys, we have a Facebook discussion group. If you go to facebook.com slash groups slash being honest with my ex and hit join, someone will approve it pretty quickly. And you can join in the chat about the week's episodes and about everything else happening in our lives. And it's a really nice little community where we talk about stuff. We also have a subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash being honest with my ex. Right now it's me and one other person. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is the other person me? No, you're not even on there. It's just me, <laughs> me and, and someone who is, uh, who's coming in and being like, hey, I'm the only other person here. And I'm like, hooray, hello, friend. And we chat about stuff. <laughs> so if you do want to keep up with our stuff, head to one of those and join in the conversation and it will be awesome. Cool. Alrighty. And if you're ever in Cabbage Town, let me know. <laughs> so I feel like we've learned you're not going to make another podcast. No, that would be insane. Uh, I mean, I might someday make another podcast, but that's... How many podcasts would you be up to? That would be... Being honest with my ex, let's write a film. That would be four. That would be four. At some point in the next year, I'm going to start a fourth podcast. Plus you work on Starving Artists. So that would be five, basically. I have a financially viable idea for a podcast, which is marketing for Jellybean Games, which I will probably do at some point. We're releasing an RPG in the next year or two, and we would record ourselves playing this RPG, which is just an entertaining form of podcast that I enjoy, and it would be promotion for the RPG. So at some point I'm going to launch that as well, but that's down the line. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. You know, I, um, cause I've been writing this grant application. I love how this is like the post show. <laughs> it's, it's like the reverse warm up. It's the cool down. It's the cool down. Yeah. <laughs> it's the cool down. I put together an application and I properly priced like how much it would cost to make something like Starving Artist. And it's a lot of money. It's so much money. Yep. It's a passion project. But it's like so much money. Like, if, if it was done properly... Do you want to give us a number? Like, 50 or 60 grand. How is it 50 or 60 grand? That's bananas. It is bananas. How did you reach that number? Look, a lot... No, actually, I got some advice from, like, professional podcast people about, like, process and web process. This is for something that's more in-depth than, like, the first season of Starving Artist. So something that involves more production, interviewing, right? Like like editing. documentary style editing. Yeah, so a bit more like that. So, so more work. Okay, not starving artist as it currently exists, but a theoretical, much more expensive starving artist. Yeah, bit different, but not that. You know, like if you look at actually paying people properly. But yeah, I was like, holy shit, that's so much money. I was also like, no wonder I'm tired and feel like <laughs> run down. That makes sense. I love you. I think you're great. <laughs> I'll talk to you. I'll, I didn't tell you the name of this theoretical podcast. Dirty Talk. Look, that's a logical conclusion. That sounds about right. I will talk dirty to you next week. Please don't. <laughs>